The story begins with such hope and promise only to end in disappointment. I'm talking about Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 22. Better known it is as the story of the rich young ruler. He comes asking a great question. What good thing can I do to inherit eternal life? He comes with a religious background, having kept God's commandments from his youth up. Jesus tells him to sell all of his possessions and to follow him. The passage goes on to say, Mark 10, 21, that Jesus loved him. And it ends with disappointment. Because the rich young ruler was more addicted to stuff, to things, to possessions than loving God. Let me ask you this question. What is your addiction of choice? What temptation out there, what good thing out there are you tempted to distort and misuse and turn in to an idol? What is your addiction of choice? In the Old King James Version of 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 15, the Bible speaks of the household of Stephanus who addicted themselves to the service of the Lord. They were devoted to the service of the Lord. What is your addiction of choice? You know, when I was a child, there used to be a lot of, of commercials on TV about cigarette smoking. Selling cigarettes. As it became more obvious that nicotine was so addictive and the problems it caused with cancer, particularly cancer of the lungs, it became more and more common for us to see commercials talking about not smoking. And for those of us that are a certain age group, I don't think we can ever forget a commercial with Yule Brenner begging people not to smoke because he was an actor that played Pharaoh in Exodus and he suffered from lung cancer and it finally killed him. Addictive behavior can be harmful to us and to our families and friends. What is your addiction of choice? Alcohol? Drugs? Behavioral abuse? What I'd like to do tonight briefly is to point out that addiction, addiction is not merely a character flaw. It's not merely a character defect. It may be that, but it's much more. Addiction, addictive behavior, is not just a character flaw. It's not just an illness. It's not just a problem of genetics. It is not simply an environmental issue. 
while one or all of these things may be involved with some addictions. Addictive behavior is sin. And it involves our putting something in the place that rightfully belongs only to God. Now, often that's not what you hear. But that's what the Bible would teach. And what I want you to do with me tonight, we'll conclude this lesson next Sunday evening, Lord willing, on addiction. But in looking at a theology of addiction and what the Bible would have to say about addiction, I want you to read with me four passages tonight. And I hope you'll have your Bible handy. These four passages speak of sin as enslaving, as bondage, as something that can rule over us if we are not careful. All addictive behavior is like that. I'll tell you what my addiction of choice is. True confessions. Food. Food. I got to tell you, I had a big piece of Colonel Sanders' chicken at our luncheon today. And you know what? I wanted more. I wanted more. And it was something that I needed to deal with because I realized at this point in my life, I weigh more than I have ever weighed at any point in my life. So it could well be an indication that an area of temptation is becoming an area of addiction. What is your addiction of choice? Good thing to think about and pray about. Open your Bibles to the sixth chapter of the book of Romans. In talking about sin here... uh, Let me begin with this one. Turn, if you will, to John chapter 8. John 8. Let's look at verses 34 through 36. How that sin is spoken of as bondage or being enslaved. Jesus answered them, John 8, 34, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Mark it. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. And I suspect all of us would acknowledge some sins are especially enslaving. Are they not? Now let's go to the book of Romans. Turn to Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. Note Romans chapter 6 verse 16. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey? 
either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. Turn to Galatians chapter 4 and verse 9. This idea of the addictive nature of at least some sins and how it can rule over us. Galatians 4 and verse 9. Now that you have come to know God or rather be known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world whose slaves you want to be once more market. Last passage, Titus 3 and verse 3. Titus chapter 3 and verse 3. We ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. All I'm trying to accomplish is to show that some sins seem to be particularly addicting. What sin is your addiction of choice? It's really something to think about and pray about. Because I don't believe that any right-thinking individual wants to be enslaved to a sin because sin is a mighty hard master, but not a very good Savior. Jesus is our master and Savior, our Lord and Savior. We're about to stand and sing our song of encouragement. Whether your addiction may be alcohol, drugs of some type, behavioral in nature, I hope you'll think about that and be honest. I'll tell you this, God knows what your addiction of choice is. And I suspect the old devil does too, don't you? We need the good Lord to see us through and to transform our lives. If you're not a Christian through faith, repentance, and baptism, come to Him tonight. And if you are a dear brother or sister struggling with some addiction, we want you to know we're here for you. And it would be our blessing to pray with you and for you. We need to encourage one another to overcome, to overcome in Jesus. Let's stand and sing.